This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Shalom, everyone. Now we're uh, continuing to drive through Provence. I want to speak about one of the luminaries that lived in one of the cities here in Provence, in Perpignan, Rabbeinu Menachem Hameiri, the Meiri. 1249 to 1306, 57 years. The Meiri has a stunning explanation for the story of the two ladies that came before Shlomo HaMelech. They both had a baby. They slept with their baby. One of them crushed the baby. The other child survived. Each one comes in front of Shlomo HaMelech. Each one says, Kulo Shali. The surviving baby is my baby. So Shlomo HaMelech had a brilliant idea. He said, Put the baby in half, and one woman said, No, no, and the other one said, Yeah, great idea. And Shlomo said, He, Imai, the mother that didn't want the child split in half, that's the mother. And the Meiri asks, How could that be incontrovertible evidence in Dine Nefashis? It's circumstantial evidence. Just because one of them said, Good idea, split in half, does that mean for sure it's not the mother? Maybe the baby was a, a difficult child. The Me'iri says this cannot be admissible evidence. So the Me'iri says something that's just out of this world. He says these two women that came before Shlomo Melech, they were a mother-in-law and a daughter-in-law. Both of them, their husbands died. Therefore, if they each have a child, each one is exempt from falling to Yibam. However, the one that really died the daughter-in-law's child died. So now, not only is her husband dead without a child, without heir, but she has a brother-in-law because her mother-in-law has a baby. She's now zakuk t'yibum to her mother-in-law's son, to her brother-in-law. And the kid is only a few days old. So she's going to have to wait 13 years to extricate herself from this very impossible situation. So she wanted to say that the child that is alive is her child for two reasons. Number one, if she has a child and the one that died was her brother-in-law, there's no one for her to fall to in Yibam. And number two, she has a child, she's putter from Yibam. So when Shlomo Melech said, split the child in half, and she said, yeah, great idea, split the child in half. So what that does is, is now she doesn't have a brother-in-law to fall to in Yibam, and she's off the hook. And this way, uh, when Shlomo heard her agree to the proposal of split the child in half, Shlomo realized exactly what was up. He knew it was a mother-in-law and daughter-in-law, and he knew that the reason why the daughter-in-law wanted to split the kid in half is this way there would be no Yavam for her to fall to, says Rabbeinu Menachem Meiri. Now there's very, another very interesting and innovative comment on Miri. The Miri in his Hakdama to Perkyavos lists the generations of the Makabli Hatoira going all the way from Moshe Rabbeinu until his day. And he talks about in the era of the Goinim, there was someone by the name of Rabachoy Goin. And Rabachoy Goin had a son, Shaloi Haya Roitza Lilmoid Klau. Rabachoy Goin had a son who did not want to learn at all. Does Meiri ever wonder that until Rabbi Choygoin, those who compiled halachos, compiled it based on subject matter. Nobody ever wrote halachos on the parshiyos. That seems somewhat 
elementary to write halachas on the parshios. But Rabbi Yechai Goin had a child who didn't want to learn. So in order to encourage, inspire the child to learn, Rabbi Yechai Goin utilized the new formula of learning. Namely, if the kid doesn't want to learn in a regular way, you need to create, you need to invent new ways for the child to learn. So from this Meiri we see an important principle in Chinuch that the Mesoira is that you teach you know, people say, no, it's not the Messiah to use color magic marker. They didn't use it in Europe. In Europe, they didn't use this. They didn't use that. Here's the Messiah. You do what works. If the kid doesn't want to learn in method A, you do method B. I think Rabbi Achoy Goin is a good precedent to uh, demonstrate this uh, approach. Very interesting. The Me'iri quotes from Yushalmi that we don't have anymore and nobody has. The Meiri had pages of the Yushalmi that we no longer have. And what's very interesting is that the Meiri would often quote Rashi, the Ravid, the Rif, the Rambam, the Rimagash, the Rashbam, <clears throat> without saying their name. Instead, the Meiri dubs these Rishonim with a very interesting name. So let's we're gonna have we're gonna play a little game now. Who could guess who was Gadol Harabanim? Who was Gadol Harabanim, the greatest of all the rabbis? Gadol Harabanim. Rashi. Rashi, the Meiri calls Gadol Harabanim. This I said earlier today. Who does the Meiri call? Gadol Hamifarshim. Who is the greatest commentator on Shas? The Ravid was Gadol Hamifarshim. The greatest commentary on Shas. Who was Gadol HaPoiskim? Who was the greatest halachic authority of the Rishonim? Says Meiri, the Rif. Who was Gadol HaMechabrim? The greatest author. You're doing good so far. The Rambam. The Rambam. Who was Goine Sephorad? Who was the wisest sage from Spain? The Rimagash. And let's see if we could go for a perfect record over here. Chachme Hatsarfosim, the wisest of all the Frenchmen. The Rashbam, Rahenu Shmuel, Barmeyer. So here we have six. We're gonna we're gonna try it one more time, okay? Godol Horabonim. Rashi, all right. Godol Hamafarshim. The greatest commentator. The Ravid. Gadol HaPoiskim. The Rif. Gadol HaMechabrim. The Rambam. Goine Sfarad. Rimagash. Chachme HaTzarfosim. The Rashbam. Okay, one final thought from Rabbeinu Menachim Meiri. He says, what is the Tachlis of Chodesh Elo? We're about to approach Chodesh Elo. You know, the Svarim say Av stands for... Elul Ba. Elul is coming. It says, what is the Tachlis of Chodesh Elul? Says the Meiri. Roi Tachlis Elul. Lehishtadel Kodem Rosh Hashanah. Behaftzaras Tfilah. To supplicate incessantly. Why? Today, Sheyichnais L'Rosh Hashanah. Betaharas Halev. When you stand before HaKadosh Baruch Rosh Hashanah, you want it to be with purity of heart. And all the added tefillahs, and all the added slichahs, and all the extra davening we do, 
when you daven incessantly, excessively, when you daven more than you usually do, it's metaher the lev. That is the tachlis of Chodesh Elul. And therefore, says Meiri, every Monday night, every Thursday night in Elul, one should stay up a little bit later. Be'eriboy hatfila, k'der letaher libay, lamay l'fnei Hashem b'Rosh Hashanah, b'taharas halev. Rabbeinu, Menachem, Meiri, b'chusa yagin You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.